Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the M3 Podcast. It's me, your host, Mermaid Bree, and I'm really excited to get into these next seven days with you all. I talked with my team at First Form. Um, If you haven't heard of First Form yet, they are a supplement company very well known in the United States, and I've been working with this team for about a year and a half, just understanding the education behind it, building a community, and I also see their impact on how you build a community through the education, compassion, and quality and care of these products and how you serve the people. It's really about how can we take care of others when we're of service to them. And First Form has done it for me. I've worked with many companies in the past, and I was actually really resistant with them in the beginning saying, I don't know. You know, why, why is it like this? And so many companies have told me I couldn't rep other sponsorships when I was with them. And First Form has mentioned, we're here to supplement your life, literally. (laughs) We're here to complement everything that you're doing. And we're not here to give restrictions. We just want you to educate and provide a quality service to your clients as a coach. As an online and in-person trainer, I facilitate a lot of programs through nutrition, uh, fitness, and I do believe in mindset as that key ingredient to the overall transformation of our physical bodies. When we do these things with small choices, they make up the bigger choice in the grand scheme. So people who are choosing and expecting to have these big results need to be choosing through their small choices in those big results. Um, I have seen a lot of people in my circle of friends in this city and the big bubble of the fitness community that I'm around in my industry. And a lot of people get caught up on the fact that having a six pack defines your value of education. Having the biggest community has also defined your value of knowledge. And these things are not true. I do believe that two things make the best coach. Someone who is caring and someone who is competent. And all you want as an athlete or somebody who needs belief poured into them is somebody who is caring and somebody who is competent. So I've been working with First Form for the last year and a half and I've really grown my understanding of how they've taken care of me as an athlete and also how they've helped me take care of others as a coach. I've earned my master's degree at Point Loma Nazarene. For anybody in San Diego that knows it, it's like the Pepperdine of San Diego. I had a huge privilege of being able to perform research through uh, ACSM and ACE, serving one towards the other and proving a theory wrong. I'm not going to get into the politics of it, uh, but pretty much ACSM had in their textbook that you could you could work out, and I'm not going to list out the amount of minutes. I don't want anyone getting curious or trying this because I don't believe it's true. Now we know through factual information, it was proven not true, that you could lose weight if you did a certain amount of exercise efforted with the heart rate um, for that time frame. And it actually didn't even mention heart rate. We just proved it with different heart rate capacities. So you could essentially outrun your poor diet. Not true. I was given a privilege and a fund for this through college, which offered me an opportunity to get my nutrition certification and also an opportunity to speak at the ACSM Southwest Regional Conference where we talked about energy compensation, that two-thirds of our participants had either maintained or gained weight just being introduced to exercise. And this is cardiovascular exercise. 
going back into this, we put 42 people into a study and gave them a food log. My responsibility in this role was to perform the exercise tests, to perform their BMR tests as well and understanding their VO2 max, understanding the gas rate exchange ratio um, for breathing in oxygen, breathing out carbon dioxide as a form of understanding if they were um, using carbohydrates or fats as a storage of energy based off of A, how recent they ate. So people would come in not fasted and we could tell because they were burning carbohydrates (laughs) based on their breath. We could tell if they were lying. It's kind of funny. You could tell in someone's breath if they're lying. I love that. The other thing is um, the diary, the food diary. So these people would log in their information and we did not give them any guidance towards their food. We just asked them to simply track everything that they could in that I think it was a six month span that we had done this study and it was technically um, three months in the second half with four weeks in the first part. So we introduced them to the exercise and then we actually put them through a program that a lot of people would see as this program in the first four weeks. um, And I think it was actually 12 weeks in total now that I'm really looking back on this. It's been about six years. So in the first four weeks, we uh, introduced them to just general exercise. And then we split people into either a hit group or a moderate steady state group. And it did not matter what type of exercise you did. So anybody who's in F45, uh, Barry's Bootcamp, Revel, Orange Theory, it does not matter if you are doing that or if you're going out and going for a long run, a long walk. If you cannot control your diet and you cannot be in control of the choices that you make, then you will not outrun your poor diet and you will compensate. I tell this to my clients several times over and over like a broken record. Cardio does not make you lose weight. Cardio makes you hungrier, which does provide a caloric deficit. That in turn becomes your choice, your responsibility of how you react to that response of hunger. And it does come down to the way that we fuel ourselves. I was interning at the Olympic Training Center back in, I think it was 2016. This was towards the end of earning my college degree when I first started diving into or dipping my toes, I should really say, into the fitness world. And thankfully, I had an opportunity to learn under some of the best people. Mike Anderson, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, Brandon, shout out to you as well. Like you guys are amazing coaches, uh, strength and conditioning coaches. You've worked with some of the best athletes in the world, and I'm very privileged to learn from you both. Strength and conditioning in Olympic training centers is on point. Nutrition, not so much. I think it's getting better. I know San Diego's facility has better options, but where I was at in uh, Geneva, Ohio, which is the Spire Institute there, that Olympic training center was just poorly managed with food. And I saw so many people who were eating fried food come into this training experience not feeling their best. Now, kids are very resilient. They can bounce back very quickly and they can eat probably a pint of ice cream and still have a six pack. I see this all the time. It really does come down to just energy at the end of the day. How do you get your energy to be proper and consistent? So I learned through my own bodybuilding experience as I put myself through this study, 
at the end of it, I actually was like, wow, if people are changing their bodies in this way through strength training and through food, not necessarily exercise, now I understand the key components of bodybuilding. Let's put myself into this. All right. So I decided to do this. Initially, I was uh, convinced by one of my friends in Bali. She became my coach and uh, again, shout out to Candice as well for getting my toes wet in that. I'm super thankful that I got to be a part of Body University. And then I followed her over to Self Made in Mission Valley, which is our San Diego locations here. If anybody is a trainer or in that area, I've learned a lot from them. And it did also give me an opportunity to self teach myself uh, macronutrients. I was given a meal plan and this is actually a similar structured meal plan that I create now for my clients and I've put my own version into this of foods they like, showing them how to build the macros, but this was actually how I learned to set up my own macronutrient plan for myself. So I had my coaches, thank you Candice for this, um, I had my coaches help with building out the the plans and the meals themselves. So I had a breakdown of what the nutrient values were for each meal, understanding that there were carbohydrates, fats, and proteins that provided macronutrients in for food. Of this, it came down to why those foods matter. Carbohydrates are great for actually building more muscle. It is a, a, it is a catalyst. It is also immediate performance energy. So ATP can help regenerate the cells of these fuel items and bring it into our body. And then same thing, it gets stored as mitochondria and then we can, we are in our mitochondria as protein and we can use this for future um, muscle glycogen. Now, when you are using macros as a fuel source, you cannot forget your micronutrients as well. Macros do have carbs, fats, and proteins. We just talked about how carbs are great for immediate performance. Fats are great for cognitive function, hormone health. That's why they're very essential for female bodybuilders, especially who need that hormone health. But then it comes down to why macros have become so popular. Is that people are now more aware of increasing their protein intake. It comes down to your protein intake. If you increase your protein, then your calories hopefully will stay the same and you can consistently change the value of the nutrients you are digesting, which means that hopefully it's less carbs and fats and it's more protein sources. Our body, I I don't care who you are, if you are... 99.99% body fat, which is very impossible because of all the other things that we have in our body. But if you are that, you are not 100%, meaning you are not fat. You have fat on you, but you are not fat. You are bone, tissue, ligament, synovial fluid, all the fluids that I can think of. You are muscle, you are brain, you are heart, everything organs-wise, right? Because of that, you need to feed the lean tissue in your body. Feeding the lean tissue means protein for muscles. Yes, that is one of our biggest organs, water, hydration, skin. I think of that as well. But then we have to feed the lean tissues, meaning our bones, our 
joints and ligaments, like we were just talking about tendons, these come from micronutrients. These are very important things that help us digest and break down food at a cellular level that help with other parts of our body outside of our digestive system. So I learned about macros on my own, but then I also really learned that it came down to getting your protein. And ideally for most people in this world, your protein needs to match your body weight in pounds, not less, not more, unless you are looking for other goals, people who are trying to gain weight or people who are trying to really cut but keep their calories. Then you get into the details of that. But this is really for anybody, general population, if you are looking to start a program, start getting your protein intake up to your body weight in pounds. So for example, right now I'm sitting at, mm, I don't know, 137 pounds. My protein intake needs to be 137 today. That's my goal. My calories and the way that my body responds has been dialed down to a consistent machine process. I no longer track macros. I've been doing it for so many years that this last year I stopped about a year ago. And um, I have been able to maintain a very protein-rich diet, knowing that I keep my calories consistent. And I listen to that with the questions that I ask about my appetite throughout the day. For anybody who is at this point, I applaud you for having that amount of self-control, respect for yourself, and discipline. For anybody who needs the training wheels, the tracking sheets, I also applaud you for putting in the effort to get yourself to this point because it is not easy and it is not something that is just automatically received. You need to earn this level of awareness for yourself. Going (laughs) into proteins because I am all about just proteins right now. We're going to get into the topic of proteins today. Um, Proteins are a large, complex, they're they're pretty much molecules that are essential for the structure and function of cells, tissue, organs in our bodies. And these proteins are comprised of smaller units called amino acids. Ever heard of those? BCAAs, you know, all the things. We're going to get into those too. Proteins are comprised of these amino acids linked together in like a specific sequence and they create what looks like a chain. That's why we have branch chain amino acids. Ah. So these proteins play a role in numerous biological processes, such as enzyme catalysis, which is also catalyzing or increasing the chemical reaction by these um, proteins or enzymes. And then you can also have this benefit, the transportation of your molecules, your immune response. And ultimately, we think of muscles as muscle contraction, like proteins as increasing our muscle contraction. The branch chain amino acids... These are a specific group of amino acids that also create a molecular structure. And these three uh, BCAAs is what they're also called, are leucine, isoleucine, and valine. The three branch chain amino acids that make these up are considered not readily made through the body. These are something that we need to take through food, um, through supplementation, and that's why they're very desired in our supplement market. Um, The connection between these proteins and the BCAAs lies in the fact that BCAAs are 20 amino acids in total that comprise of proteins, and then the proteins that we consume are digested and broken down into those individual amino acids, including BCAAs, which are then absorbed into the bloodstream. So they're 
utilized for protein synthesis and they are the building blocks of our protein cells. They actually help us build more protein cells to create higher, to just say muscle fiber tissue, more muscle to build and grow upon and um, just structure ourselves and build the body that we really want. This is really important for also recovery and exercise. So somebody who has a better protein synthesis, meaning that they are able to process the protein and digestively break it down into these enzymes, they will be able to recover faster, not feel as sore, um, and be able to perform at a better rate at a quicker time too. Um, Protein is essential for different functions like repairing tissue, like I mentioned, recovery, um, supporting immune function, function, which is getting us back into our uh, healthy state. So when we think of immune function, it's not just being sick, but also being stressed, and then serving that as a source of energy. So in digestion, protein is broken down into amino acids by these enzymes in the stomachs and in our small intestine, pretty much building blocks to the protein that you consume. So the best types of proteins to consume are those that provide a complete range of essential amino acids. Animal products, yes, are these sources of complete amino acids, which are like poultry, fish, egg, dairy products, and plant-based sources like legumes, soy products, quinoa, pea proteins, grains. These combine together will make a complete amino profile, acid profile, but individually they will not. So you want to make sure that you complete yourself as a vegan or somebody who's plant-based to have different vegetables, nuts, seeds, things that provide that source of protein. And I also am a huge fan of anybody who is on the topic of macronutrients to have fat with the source of fiber and to have carbohydrates with the source of protein. Try to find ways to combine those nutrient-dense foods and um, that really is the best supplement that you can give yourself is nutrition, number one, through whole foods, and number two, is protein as that main source with consistent calories. So let's talk about the different types of protein I I love from First Form especially. Uh, They have a Level 1, a Formula 1, and a Vegan Power Pro. The Level 1 is probably the most common and my favorite. It's considered the meal replacement or post-workout recovery shake. Uh, This has 5 grams of BCAAs per serving and it is a low temperature processed protein, which means it's ultra bioavailable. And for those who are not familiar with these terms, think about the foods that we eat and consume. The foods that we eat and consume most of the time are at a rate that our body can handle and have the capacity to digest which means that it's a little bit more of a slower rate because it has to be brought up to the temperature of our body. It also needs to be brought up to the uh, breakdown process of the stomach and going into our small intestines. But if you were to lower the temperature at which these protein or processed things are handled, then which it literally says on the label processed proteins, processed food does get handled at a different temperature. Our body cannot break it down at the same rate. And I think about just even glucose or even just a chemical reaction. If our body starts walking, we can burn, quote unquote, we think of it as fat, but it's really sugars in our body or the ATP that has been stored. So we have these things broken down at a different chemical reaction rate. The hotter our body is, the hotter our system is, the faster the rate. 
Same with the food. So when we have food that we digest and break down, we want to make sure that it reaches our small intestines and that we can digest and absorb as much of the nutrition as possible. And I even think back to probiotics where you could be consuming all of this healthy food, but if you do not have a healthy gut, you cannot absorb the gut's nutrition. And that comes with the same rate of speed. Somebody who's driving by and trying to collect trash is not going to pick up as much trash as somebody who's stopping and taking the time to go and pick it up themselves. And I just think of like <laughs> your neighborhood trash person. Your trash person is not going to drive by your house without actually stopping to pick up your trash. So think about somebody who's going to come and take care and take quality time into your digestive system as much as they would your neighborhood. Um, the Formula One is more of a, I would say like a pure protein. It's a protein isolate. A uh, protein isolate means that it comes readily available to your body. There's really not no carbs or fats there for you to help, again, slow down the digestion process, but it is also low temperature processed and it is more bioavailable than other protein isolates. This is a great opportunity for your body to get a more protein in if you're somebody who needs to just increase the rate of their uh, protein intake each day, or if you are somebody who needs a different source added to their meals that also includes maybe BCAAs. Um, it also in- includes a baking product. I actually would rather you bake with level one because it has more carbs and fats in it and not by much. I'm just going to look at the label here and tell you it has two grams of fat and five grams of carbs. You just want to remind yourself of these carbs and fats actually help with baking with temperature and that's why if it's a pure protein source it will not bake as well which means that it does not stay in your body as long it it will go through your body's system faster uh the last one is the vegan power pro i am a huge fan of this one but some are not a big fan of the flavors If you are not a fan of vegan products, put this with chocolate. I'm just going to tell you right now, go for chocolate if anything. Um, Thankfully, First Form has a cookie. uh, It's a mint cookie chocolate that they have as their flavor. I am sitting in front of me and I love this a lot. um, I'll even use like a couple mini chocolate chips, um, some almond milk, and maybe even a little extra chocolate uh, cacao powder and Put this in with some glutamine, use it as a post-workout recovery shake, and this makes me feel like I'm getting my complete amino acid profile because it does come with a complete amino acid profile. For anybody who is looking to get more protein in, try this, try a protein shake, but really do get your protein as much as you can from whole food sources. It I think it's like one of my biggest pet peeves as a, as a coach when I see clients drinking like three protein shakes a day. And I get that that's one way to get your protein in. But I'm looking for other nutrients for you as well. We talked about the micronutrients. We need to get micronutrients as well. Um, the other thing that I'm a huge fan of for the Vegan Power Pro is these come with digestive enzymes, which help with the breakdown of not only protein, but also fats and carbs in your system. It does come with a fruit, like a superfood or antioxidant blend for fruits. It's called the VitaBerry blend. And it also has a vitamin superfood complex blend with like alfalfa, wheatgrass, uh, barley grass, spirulina, so you'll see all of this just from getting your protein in um, as a vegan form. I can't preach enough how much of a fan I am of first form. And I'm not saying that 
you have to have these products from them specifically. But I do appreciate that these are manufactured in a warehouse where um, they do believe in only organic. They do believe in FDA approved facilities and supplements. I don't care what you think your supplement comes from or where it comes from, but your supplement is not FDA approved. There are no FDA approved supplements in this world. However, we do have these manufactured in a company and a facility that is FDA approved. Why am I preaching on digestive enzymes? I keep talking about these, especially in the vegan power pro that it comes with. And it's obviously to increase natural absorption. We were just talking about probiotics earlier and saying things with the branch chain amino acids that this helps with protein synthesis. It helps break down those proteins so your body can use them and store them with the building blocks provided. So it's like putting new people into new homes and you create a neighborhood, more space, more storage, and more families with the amino acids, the building blocks, and the protein that you fill the amino acids with. The digestive enzymes I really like are not only good for people who might have stomach issues or digestive issues, maybe you feel gassy or bloated, or you might have an allergic reaction to certain food, or you just might have an intolerance to different foods. People who I think are like gluten intolerant, dairy intolerant, um, these are great supplements to use. Um, what I do want to remind people of is digestive enzymes also break down fat. I don't know if we realize that enough, but it actually helps us with the process of breaking down our fat. And it can be not just proteins, not just carbs, but essentially all the food that we have in our digestive system, especially in our small intestines, that we can help process and make more readily available in the absorption of our body. Digestive enzymes are a key component for nutrient absorption in the body because without being able to have these nutrients broken down we can't get them into our system so you eat the healthy food you get these digestive enzymes bcaa's all of these things that help with the processing and then you get it to be stored and transformed into your body. So you think about how we become what we eat. These BCAAs, these digestive enzymes, these proteins, all of that hormone-wise creates the transformation. I hope this helps you guys. See you all in the next one. And if you have any questions, shoot me a message on here um, in my social media, my DMS, uh, send me an email. I'll put all the information below. I will put the link for first form below. If you are interested, you can use the code mermaid and they will give you free shipping on all of your products. Again, I'll put the link for them and their information in there. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for the next one.